Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Your Bold Life podcast. I'm Val Selby, your empowerment coach, and we're ready to share some more stories about bold changes. I have a friend of mine here today, Rosie Batista. I'm super excited to bring her to you and have her share her years of wisdom as well, and especially all of these things that she has learned over the years and is sharing with others. Thank you for being here, Rosie. Thanks for having me, Val. So I, I know we've been talking about this whole 40s thing with uh, other other speakers right now and I'm really noticing this this strangeness that we're all starting to go through these um the id gaff years I don't give a fuck years <laughs> are starting mm. and it seems to start in the 40s and I'm trying to find correlations and it's just really strange how it's just happening with all of us did you notice that there was a certain time when you started making more more changes for yourself? <laughs> well, I I I think it's when I I mean pretty much when I found myself just in a pile of crap. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, I guess I need to do something differently because what I'm doing isn't working. Um yeah, so it was kind of that and it, I I I always just say, well, it, you know, I think we need to learn things the hard way cuz sometimes when they're just gently placed before us, that's not really good enough. So things have to kind of bam you in the head. Yeah, <laughs> I say, agree. Oh. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm kind of the same way. It's just like one day it's just like done. <laughs> yeah. Did you so did but, you have like a moment where you you remember feeling that way or did well, it did it kind of build? Well, yeah, I mean so for me, it was at the very end of my 40s, like yeah. at 49. So I don't know, maybe I'm a late starter, not sure, or slow to the, you know, <laughs> but it, it was just at 49, right before my 50th birthday. And, and I literally remember that moment when it, when it really shifted, because I was just like in, um, in a situation, I was like, on the floor, like crying, like, I don't know what to do. I cannot do this anymore. I don't know a way out of any of this. Mm-hmm. And that's when I got gifted that idea to do a bodybuilding competition. So let me back up and tell you the things that were going on in my life. It was a lot of different things. It was empty nesting, which is is huge. And I don't think we pay enough attention to that, but we'll go on to that a little bit later. (laughs) My um, second divorce. So it was just like, had ended my second marriage, you know, had to leave my home. Um, so I was in another home that I couldn't afford in the midst of losing that home. So in a financial mess, I couldn't really get my business off the ground. There's all those things. And I was like, what am I, you know, what the ha- what's happening? Everything is falling apart. Um, and so the bodybuilding thing came in. I'm like, all right. You know, I resisted it for a little while and then I went on and did it. And that kind of just, that changed everything right there. And the the, yeah. the good thing is is that you you didn't end up going into something else unhealthy. We had all of that right. chaos going on because um, I have a background in personal training. So it, listening to all of that chaos going on, you did grab a hold of the bodybuilding because it was a way that you could control something. Well, yeah, and, and I, you didn't I take think... it to an unhealthy level. That's awesome. Right, and and I think that that was. Well, because I had that gift given to me on the stage too. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that. But I think you're so right with the 
you know, we make the physical, like I started out doing, okay, well, this is physical thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I also want to say I had an eating disorder for most of that part, all of my life up to, well, from like 17 on mm-hmm. until that point. Um, and so that was a thing that, that was something, okay, I could do, I could do some physical changes. I do have control over that. So mm-hmm. I think that's where it started. And then I began to see that it really was the other like, inside of me that was changing. Nice. So like the moment on that stage in like when it all came together after those very difficult weeks that I just had to have that tenacity and the grace to get to that stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of had like, it was like a lightning bolt and said, you know, every, you, you have everything you need already inside you. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like, it was like, Holy, it was just a light bulb turned on in my head. I'm like, I need to tell everybody this. Then right. everybody has it too. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and yeah, it was awesome. It was like, oh my God. You know, it was just, bam, that was it. I love it that I you can know it. where oh. exactly and remember and you felt it. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It's so special. And it was so real to me at the time that it was like, what the hell? Like, you know, I had the lights and it was like a thing hit me, came, you know, shooting out from the sky and just like you already have this in you like you didn't have to do anything right. you didn't have to do all this to to have it you had it already right you know so I think that's what it takes at I think at like after you know taking care of everybody our whole life mm-hmm. you know um and I can only speak to someone that's had children I mean I guess it would be like that too you're still taking care of things or thinking you need to be a certain mm-hmm. way in life like have to show up a certain way, have to do certain things, have to accomplish certain things by this certain age. And then when it doesn't work out the way you planned or all of a sudden your kids are gone, you're like, oh shit, now who, who am I now? Like what, what the hell is all this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Know? That's exactly where I, yeah. why I did that whole work, why I created the workshop, the what do I want workshop. And, and Well, right. That's not a question you ever ask yourself as a woman um that's you know in a family and taking care of everyone and running the household or kind of a job too or whatever it is like you don't ever say well what do I really want no no because you're the last one on your priority list and I still go through my own workshop because I still come up on I I mean I plan on constantly coming up on what do I want to do now (laughs) you've got to always ask yourself a question well yeah and I think the I think there's the trick is that because I'm I'm past 40 now going into another, you know, decade soon. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I can ask myself that like at, at, at every moment and change mm-hmm. my mind and say like, you know what? No, this isn't really working for me anymore. It's okay that I just did it for a week. Uh, I don't need to do it anymore. And it's, and it's okay where it might've not been okay. Like, because I had much more um, rules about the way I should be or the way I needed to look a certain way or act a certain way or have this many certifications or mm-hmm. you know and I love that you brought up that that it's okay if you do something for a week and you decide that you don't have to do it anymore I think oh, that's yeah. huge yeah. yeah giving yourself permission to like you try different things and I don't even want to use the word fail just say you know what I it's not feeling the way I wanted it to feel I'm not I'm not having fun right <laughs> I'm all right. about fun yeah definitely <laughs> at this point <laughs> I'm like, you know what? If it's not fun, I'm not doing it. That's no. not that fun. <laughs> yeah, and what's the you point? <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's it's really interesting. I take it down to even simple things because I had um, a friend of mine's like, let's go to New York City on a Sunday, and you know, do all kinds of Christmas things. Okay, but the all kinds of Christmas things was, 
her idea of like going and sitting in like a bar and drinking. And I don't drink. I'm like, no, no, that doesn't sound fun to me. Right. You could do that anywhere. (laughs) Right. Don't be a party pooper or this or that. And I'm like, no, that's not fun for me. I'm, I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to go. I'm not going. Right. (laughs) And not feeling bad that I can say, no, I, that's not what I do. That's not even something that would even be on my list of things that I'm going to spend a day of my life doing. Right. right. <laughs> she, she can find so, somebody else to go do that with her. <laughs> well, yeah. But I mean, just being able to, to say like what I want now, you know, that's like where it changes for us, but it's a, it's scary at first. And it takes a while to say, Ooh, is that all right that I just did that? Mm-hmm. I know one you of know, the things so, that I found ironic that helped me do some switches was the fact that, you know, here you're talking to other people and anytime you're talking to them, you're like, oh, well, you know, just don't do that anymore. Then shift to this stuff. And, you know, it's okay to grow. And, you know, it's like, do as I say, not as I do. Because then I'm looking at all of my own stuff going, well, I've been doing this for 20 years. So I just have to keep doing this. (laughs) Well, yeah. And, and that's a, that's a very, that's, fascinating too. So here's the thing. As much as I was like, oh yeah, I could say no to this and I could say no to that. And I really respect my time and I have like my boundaries all good. I was doing something until really recently with my business because I had sleeping naked after 40 for a long time, for 15 years. It was like my baby, you know? So I was, you know, raising that business. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I'm like, it's not really working for me in the way that I want it to work. So, um, you know, that's when I, I started to be, okay, I need to get help. So I got myself a business coach and I started to also question myself, like, what is the thing that makes me really happy to do all the time? Like, what is the parts of the business that I want to be doing? And so between myself asking the questions and then, having a business coach, someone to like kind of hold me to it. I was able to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to change the way I do that business. That's not the center of my focus anymore. I, I need to bring in this creative part of myself where I help other people to be creative and to tap into what their gift is because I was letting my creativity lie kind of dormant. And like, that's my gift. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm trying to help people bring out their gift. And here I am like playing it a little bit small with mine. Yeah, I was creative in that business, but I wasn't out there, like really creating the way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So. And for those of you listening, we both have the same, I don't know if you have another one, but we both have the same um, business coach, Kelly McCausey. And I'm listening to her nodding my head because yeah, I mean, I I went through the same thing. I had to transition a business. and I had busymama.com forever. I mean, busy mama was my mm. name all over every forum. Wow. I held on to it. Like it was not, me. Right? It was absolutely my definition. Oh, I never right. talked about parenting on it. Never. It was, it was just me, you know, my blog. It was so, mm. hard, to, so hard to let it go. And yeah, now so I look back and it's like, God, why didn't I do that forever ago? <laughs> Yeah. And, and that is, yeah. So isn't that so interesting? We, we tie ourselves, like it's like a ball and chain and, and we think that because we did it for so long, letting it go, is going to be like, Oh, you failed. And I've yes. always heard, Oh, well you, 
you, you know, you focus on one thing, you're all over the place. You just, you, you, you never do one thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's true. I don't. And now I wear that badge proudly. I don't. I am a creative. I am an entrepreneur. Of yeah. course, I don't do one thing. That would make me going to a job every day. And yeah. that, I don't do that. I've never done that. So, I, you know, I, I love that. And the one thing that Kelly said to me, she says, well, you know, if you're going to hold on to that, I really can't help you. Right. <laughs> I was like, damn. Yeah. Okay, fine, fine. I'll let it go. And I'll just focus on my, I'm going to focus on my card course. And, and here's what happened. And that took off. And then I was able to still put back the pieces of like the self-love and all of those pieces that I was talking about in my business, just like kind of just flowed into that, yeah. like automatically without me having to try. Yeah. So it, it was, it's, it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have my, my, my passion project, my firefighter, my firewife group, um, and, and website. And that was the, the funny thing is when I met Kelly the first time in person, I've known her for well over a decade, known her forever. And I was sitting across from her and she didn't even have to coach me when I sat down. Cause I was sitting across from her and I just looked her in the eyes and I'm like, like okay I know this has got to go this has got to go this has got to go and and it was so freeing once I just like okay we're just going to set this aside and we're going to work on this project of of helping women in you know the over 40 crowd and this is who I've already been talking to for like five years that's who I was connecting with but I was trying to force other things to happen and I was like stop the forcing (laughs) yeah well well that's that's really, yeah, that's really it too. I think the thing that, ha- the, there, there's something else you said too, when you, you were trying to hold on to it mm-hmm. and, and I was trying to do the same thing in that we, and, and also saying you wish you get it sooner. So sometimes I'll go into that little place of like, Oh God, if I, if I was only smarter sooner, mm-hmm. you know, if I only had more wisdom sooner, but of course we don't. I mean, that's the growth path. So I, yep. I've kind of like, I'm being kinder and gentler with myself and saying, you know, when I just, it's just a journey. Mm -hmm. So of course we're going to, we're not going, if we don't evolve from the time we're 20, 30, 40, I mean, if we don't evolve every decade, every, every year, every second, every day, then what's the whole point of it? We're not going to stay the same. If we knew what we knew now, we had nowhere to grow. I mean, there's, we always are growing. So just to kind of be kinder to ourselves, like, not beating ourselves up like, oh, what, you know, I, I wasted so much time or it's too late for me now, which is a good one that people like to say. Oh, the worst. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. only one time that it's too late to do anything and that's when you're gone. <laughs> yeah, and we don't really even know that for sure because who the heck knows what, we don't know what's coming next. We just right. don't know that right. either, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, that is the worst. And I sometimes catch myself going there like saying, oh, well, you know, I really need to hurry up because Mm-hmm. And I know, <laughs> no, that's not at all true, you know, and that to me, it's almost the saddest thing I see when I, I see people, you know, in, in their 50s saying, oh, well, that ship sailed for me now. And it's really too late. Mm. That is very sad to me because it's such a big fat lie. Yeah. And um, one of those things we get caught in telling ourselves. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because my mom, because um, as I've gone through a lot of the new self-discovery and and leaning into all of that my mom has definitely been picking up on it more and she's almost 70 you know and she's making Mm. huge changes you know and she starts talking about the whole you know 
well, however many years. And I loved it when we got together uh, last weekend and we were sitting there doing stuff, craft projects. And she was talking about stuff at the house. And she's like, well, yeah, because we're probably only going to be there like another 10 to 20 years. And I'm just like, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that because right. it's such the opposite of what you hear from somebody, you know, around 70. They're just like, eh, why bother, you know? Right. Don't have and the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, why would we ever, get, you know, why would any of us ever give up on life? I mean, that's what we're here mm -hmm. on this earth to do is to live life and experience life. I mean, you know, and to be an inspiration for others. So you always can be. Yeah. There's an, actually an 80 year old. I saw her the other. Well, there's there might be. I don't know if she was the same one, but there's an 80 something year old bodybuilder, and she just looks amazing. So. The, the, on the news the other day, I guess someone tried to break into her house and she took a chair and she smashed it over his head. And I mean, <laughs> it doesn't sound nice. But the thing is that she's like, yes, I'm strong. And I, you know, and it was just, you know, not a victim. Oh, I'm old. I can't like, you know, take care of myself here really? my, in my house alone. It was just such a, you know, it was so inspiring to know that that is possible. If you, you, we don't have to ever give up. Mm -mm. for any reason <laughs> no no so. and we could start stuff anytime during our lives I know that there was um back when I decided to ha run half marathons there was a lady who was running the marathons in San Diego and she was in her 80s I think she started you know close to 80 when she first started running you know right. like oh my gosh if yeah. she can do it then I have zero excuses <laughs> yeah and I think it's like the permission too that we can give ourselves that permission to like always just start up again and start something new and like experience something different. Like we mm -hmm. always can, cause we, you know, we can start taking art lessons at whatever age we are mm -hmm. or something that like we thought we liked as kids. And we said, Oh, you know, let me, I think I might try that again. Yeah, there's definitely something I've been trying to, to focus us on is, is trying to remember all of those things back that you, you might have done had a class of or you know I mean my high school art classes you know stuff like that that it, it yeah wasn't, it wasn't practical you didn't have time you know <laughs> like right well, now right. I do and 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 the thing too that we we talk our like because we were taught that way too that we have to go into fields that you know oh that's gonna make you money or that's gonna give you this but never like what are you good at and what do you love to do it's mm -hmm. not really the gift that we get as children no and one of the, you know, one of the things is I, like one of my superpowers is when I'm with someone, I see their gift right away. I'm like, and I'm always like, I, I could be annoying. And I'm like, oh my God, you should, you should do that. <laughs> you should make a great business out of that. Right? You know, and, and, but that's how I see it. You know, I see that. And it's always something that someone has loved to do all along. And just because it comes easy to you, you think that it's not that special of a gift. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Like me leaning into my ability to talk. <laughs> you know? Right. It's like, I mean, how you could you ever think good. I could spin it? Right. No. Exactly. No, right. not when you spend most of your life being told, shh. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, I mean, that's where I think, though, going back to the 40s, is that we say, you know what? I just about had enough of people telling me that I can't. And mm -hmm. And I know for me too, at that point that that all happened for me, I had someone in my life that it's very interesting now that I actually had someone in my life like that. But I was dating a guy that would tell me, 
you know what? Your coaching stuff is so like frou-frou and girly and it's really not that good. You should come work for me. My stuff is better. And then let's say you can just be like behind the scenes and support me and I'm a superstar and you're just going to, and I bought into that and I did it. So that was another piece of the, and then I'm like, wow, that we can actually be put down so low, which is actually kind of a good thing because it's the thing that I said, wait a minute, this is not, something's not right here. Right. (laughs) You know, something's not right. So when I floated out of that box, it was like, okay, I'm done with all of you, anyone that's trying to hold me down, mm-hmm. right, at, including myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> right? So yeah. I think that we start to unravel, like, wait a minute, I was told this, but that's a big fat lie, and that's a big fat lie, and I'm buying into all these lies, and then I continue to tell myself lies that I heard about myself, and you know what? None of that is true. Yeah. The only truth is that anything is possible for us when we want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, and I, I'm glad I'm at a point now where I can look back and I can I can see conversations and things like you were just Mm. describing that you've gone through and I look back Mm -hmm. and I I don't have I mean I'm human so there will be regrets at times that I'll work through but I don't beat myself up over it anymore it's just like yeah that happened and every one of those icky moments led me to waking up finally well yeah and I think that um that's exactly like they're actually gifts because without them, I mean, there are a lot of people that are still asleep yeah. because they don't have enough. Like if you're just slightly nudged, it, it's mm-hmm. just not enough to move you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think you almost have to be like, you know, stick the needle in really deep mm-hmm. <laughs> to say, ouch, wait a second. This is so painful here. I want to get the hell out of here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> something's missing. There's just something's not right. You know, something's off. My life should not be, you know, my life should not be this way, yep. you know? And, they, so, and you yeah. decide that you don't want it that way too. You know, be, it goes right. beyond the recognizing that it is that way to the deciding, yeah, it's not gonna anymore. Which well, yeah. Problem. I mean, that's the big, huge thing to say, wait a second, you know what? I get to choose. I get to choose that it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So, so freeing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, along with the age thing, you know, it's, as it's a it's a great thing because that's what when comes like the wisdom and the grace you know that's why I love Wonder Woman so much mm-hmm. I love her because you know it's that power wisdom grace mm-hmm. and it's like all three of those things together like we have all the power we have the wisdom that we could tap into when we're you know willing to step into that and then we ha- we have the grace along with it that everything isn't going along exactly the way we think it's going to and be able to be like okay, I'm going to accept whatever does and flow with it and, you know, and, and have fun with it and like a dance with yeah. life, right? Yeah, and see where it goes and change directions at any time. <laughs> I, I, right. You can right. waltz for a little yeah. while and then you can change to a salsa. <laughs> yeah, and I think, it's, I think it's great and like it's freeing. Do you feel like freer, right? Yes. Yeah, and that's um, when you mentioned you were on on the stage. That's because I just had my first on stage speaking moment back in October, and and it, there was that point, you know. And, and Kelly was there, and Kelly even said that she even felt when the point happened, and it was just that there was that point where I'm, the nervousness left, and you're just like mm-hmm. you're standing there, and you're just like, this is meant to be, you know. So you got the goosebumps and then all of a sudden it's just like free 
And I know it sounds so yeah. airy fairy and I'm sure some people are going, Oh my God. But it's, if you, once you experience it, you'll be all airy fairy as well. <laughs> well, right. It's, you can't, I mean, that's the thing. You can't turn back from the airy fairy once you've experienced it because mm-hmm. it works. I'm mm-hmm. sorry for people that are doubters, but it really does work. And if you, if you let go into it, you know, the, the, the universe really is there to support us. And, and I say like when you're, like really like in love with something and having fun like it it lays out a red carpet or a purple carpet mm-hmm. <laughs> right before you it just kind of unfolds and it just it's like oh my god I I had no you know so so for me too I'm always like blown away and then I have to say okay I'm sorry and thank you because I doubted once again that this was going to happen like so even with the card you know the card course mm-hmm. it's like oh my god how's this going to work and it's I've never done this before. And I mean, I don't know, it's super scary, but if no one likes it, blah, 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 you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. And then as people were starting to buy and then people are starting to make their cards and people are starting to say, Oh my God, this is so great. And this is so fun. And blah, blah. and I'm like, Oh, you know, here it is. Here's the magic. Yeah. And I'm just having a really good time. <laughs> Isn't it so funny? Because I mean, that's your superpowers. You can look at other people, but it's, it, Right. It's hard not to get frustrated. Well, then why the hell can I figure it out for myself? Because we looked right. at you with the card decks and we were like, yeah, duh. You know? right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it really is kind of amazing, right? That we, you know, we hold ourselves to it. And, um, so I learned this technique and I, I, I like to share it with your audience. It's like when you can't find that, that special, like compassion and love for yourself to like, to, to just kind of be like, okay, I can, I can do, I can step out there on that stage. I'm going to be fine. Or mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this course and it's going to be wonderful. I always think about my daughter because when I think about my daughter, I'm, I always have her in the highest regard, like, you know, like my children. Oh, I got, mm-hmm. of course they could do it. I never doubt for one second that they could do anything they say they want to do. Like mm-hmm. never, not even for a moment. So then why would I not do, you know, why would I not treat myself with that same kind of love and affection and, and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, it's, if it's that's ir- all we have to do is just, yeah. It's ironic you bring that up because that's what I've been leaning to, into the last couple of years is, you know, I've got my daughter's, uh, our daughter's 24 now and I just mm-hmm. look at her and it, it reminds me of what I was like at that age when I knew everything, I knew I could do everything. I had zero limitations. And so I've been really trying to pull that back from her. You know what I mean? I'm like watching her mm. do the, all that stuff. And it's just like, well, just because I'm in my forties doesn't mean I can't be exactly that same way again. Cause I really liked myself back then. Right. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you, you have almost, you felt like you lost it somewhere. Oh yeah, definitely. Along the way. See, definitely. I feel like I never found it. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't, I didn't had it. No, I had like zero self, anything, zero self-worth, zero self-confidence at 20. <sighs> so when I look back now, I'm like, Oh, I'm so sad for her that like, Oh my God, if I only knew how smart I was, how pretty I was, how, you know, how, you know, how talented I was, but I had, I had none of that. You know, mm-hmm. and no, I had no, I didn't have like the support system, the guidance, the kind of anyone to really tell me that. Exactly. So it really took a lot of hard knocks along the way. So I think either way you go, whether you have it and then you get, you get sucked out of you from life taking you in all these directions, 
mindset to pull back in and say, yeah, hold on a minute, always just like check in with, like check in with ourselves now. Okay, what's the most, you know, this is what I like to say, what's the most loving thing I can do right now, the most loving choice I can make in whatever I'm doing, whether eating, deciding on something, you know, buying something, anything, having mm-hmm. a conversation that I don't want to have. What's the most loving thing I do for me right now? I'm not going to the city to hang out in a bar. That's right. not a loving choice. Right. <laughs> right. So the, so those kind of things. So we, we can take that question in anything that we're doing. And then we, then we're, you know, we have no resentment, no regrets, and we feel happy. Mm-hmm. That is a good thing for the listeners to try and um, mull around a little bit. What is the question that you could ask yourself in the moment? Um, you know, cause you, you, yeah. like you said, you know, what's, what's the most loving for you towards you? Right. Right. Choice right. for myself right now. The most yeah. loving thing. Yeah. 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 And it, I'm going to have to lean into that because I know I do mm. something similar, but I don't say it in my head that way. So I'm going to have to lean into mm. that, figure out what, what my yeah. terminology it, is. <laughs> yeah. Because the thing about that kind of question, whatever your terminology is, mm-hmm. is that when, you know, and some people think, well, that's kind of selfish, but it's not because you are, you are better for when you make better choices that, that, that fill your soul, like that fill your spirit, you know, you're, you're better for everyone. You're an inspiration to other people. They're, you know, a role model, you know, you're also not resentful and bitchy about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I could go to the city and be like, not so fun that day, maybe. Right. And probably <laughs> you know? for two but days after say? you'd be like, man, oh, yeah. man, man about it. Right. right. Exactly. So like I'm, I'm affecting a lot, like we're not in this world alone. We're like a domino. Like we smack into everyone and knock them over. Like if we're pissy because we didn't do a thing that was in alignment with how we are, mm-hmm. then we're knocking into someone else because we're pissed off or we're short or we're like, you know, it's kind of a little nasty or rude to someone or, mm-hmm. or, or untalkative or, and we're affecting other people. Where yeah. if we go out there and we're happy, we're doing the same thing, but like people would like to be smacked into happiness or mm-hmm. like a smile or, or <laughs> right. you know, so we, we, when we take responsibility for, for our own, you know, self-loving, self-loving, we're, we're really spilling that over to everyone else. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. And I, I know getting rid of the word selfish has helped me a lot mm. because yeah. The, the more, the more I like analyze the word for lack of anything else, the more I realize that the only things that are selfish are other people's judgments. Cause you can't mm. be, you can't be selfish. Cause I mean, look, look at most people in the world are not out to hurt people. Right. So they're not doing things purposely to go out and hurt people. And I, that's right. selfish to me is just like being hurtful, I think. Yeah, really working on getting rid of that word. Well, yeah, and I mean to that point too. Like the the whole like when we take something, we take things so like personally. Oh, this one doesn't want to. I wonder why she doesn't want to go to dinner. And what's wrong with her? And she's she's got better. You know, and we really don't know what's happening in someone's life. So I I think for me, what I practice now is like that kind of being non as much as. I humanly can now. Trust me, I oh, yeah. have my judgments about everything. But like, I know I'm doing it. Like I'm cle- like I'm watching myself do it now versus like just doing. It. And I could pull back and say, you know what? Is that really about me? Is the fact that she's acting like that have anything to do with me at all? No, she's going through her own stuff. And you know, 
I'm just being hit by her falling domino or something, but it's not really about me. That's her stuff, not about me. She doesn't, you know, so when we don't take things personally, then we don't get all caught up in that. Mm -hmm. Um, Like it's the same thing for us too. We can make choices and it's not about you. It's a choice that's going to work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's got nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. with anyone else so yeah and I know yeah. for for me it's helped a lot the more I've worked on myself the less I take other people's stuff more person more less mm-hmm. I take it personally so you right. know like you not wanting to go out with your friend to the bar um I'd be more apt to look at that now and not be offended you know especially if you just said no that's just that's just not what I want to do then I'd be like Okay, right. cool. I'll go call somebody else, you know, <laughs> instead of the, right. instead right. of the she doesn't go. want to hang out with me. <laughs> she hates right. me. You, right. And it's like, you guys go. And then another time when you just want to go to dinner, I'm happy to join with that. Yeah. So like, I, you know, and it's all, it's nothing to do with like, not liking them, but it's the way I cho- choosing to spend my time, mm-hmm. you know, and that would be not like, I just don't get happy in a bar when everyone's drinking and I'm really yeah. not. Yeah. And then I'm all, I'm watching people be silly and I really, or stupid or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with drinking. I mean, I love my glass of wine, so I'm not saying that. I'm right. just saying that, you know, I'm, the, the point of me even bringing that up is that I'm able now, which I never was able to do before. I would go like, I don't want to make this one feel bad. Oh, I'll yes. do it because you know what, you'll feel bad if I don't go. And I don't know if I, you know, and all that nonsense that was like mm-hmm. exhausting. So now I can just say, nope, it's not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. Period. This doesn't work for me. Like that's all the explanation I need to say. <laughs> and that, it, so. it, and that's when it works, is when you mm-hmm. keep it short like that. No, that doesn't work for me. There's no, there's no trying to talk you into it. There's no, <laughs> there's no right. room for exactly. it. It's like nope. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that all of this is, um, I call it an art and a practice, mm-hmm. because we get better as we practice it, and it's a little bit of an art in how we do it and the words we use and mm-hmm. and all of that, but it benefits everyone when we really stay true to like ourselves mm-hmm. in whatever we're doing. And I think that 40 is, you know, maybe that's where the, where the thing is. It's just that there's a mark of like, you know, every, you know, kids walk around, I don't know, they could start crawling at six months in general. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in your forties, you say, Oh, you know what? I don't really give a shit about mm-hmm. any of that anymore. Yep. I'm going to take care of me. Yep. <laughs> you know, like really look at me. <laughs> Right? So maybe that's just the progression that we're seeing, right? Is that this is the kind of a point at which, you know, you take an, a more internal look. Yeah, yeah. Then we, we become less focused on the outside stuff, like, you know. Yeah, it's it's not a midlife crisis. It's just a midlife change. <laughs> yeah, and change. I, um, right. I, and that's the thing. I think it's just really a gift. I, and that crisis thing is a little, a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be like that woman that couldn't speak her mind or say her piece. Like, I don't want to go back. Like, it's not a crisis so I could go back to that person that I was. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like, oh, this is a wonderful change. I can use all that wisdom for good Mm -hmm. for myself and for others. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's actually like we have to think of another word instead of crisis. I know I've been trying to find something better (laughs) because I, I agree. It's not a midlife crisis. It's like every decade has been better than the last decade. It brings a different gift yeah. of something. 
Yeah, I mean, there's right, certain, that we can de certain decades, of course, were super, dif super difficult. I mean, raising kids is super difficult, but you can look back and you're like, are you kidding me? You had babies, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, but I look at my kids now and I'm like, how did I do? I don't know how. I mean, how they, like, I was talking to my sister the other day. She said, you know, you're not supposed to put babies. I forget now what it was. You can't put them on the back and you have to, you know, wrap them up and you're not supposed to put them on their side. You can't put them like this and you can't yeah. do this and you're not yeah. supposed to do that. And I'm like, oh my God, it's amazing that our kids even survive. I know, like, right? we're grateful that they, <laughs> that they, because there's so many. They've changed everything about it every year. It's like a new study comes out. You're like, are you kidding? Okay. <laughs> Right. But the fact that we, like, I look at him like, wow, how did I do that? That was so hard. But, you know, yeah. It was, yeah, it was giving ourselves else. the grace to look back and realize that life was really difficult at, at a lot of different points. Well, yeah. And I mean, at, on Thanksgiving, it happens to have all three of my kids together. So it's always pretty amusing because they're like, you know, so I have a 38-year-old, a 35-year-old, a 29-year-old. So they're talking. And so my oldest son is like, you know, Mommy was on the phone and we were building, like we were building booby tracks, booby traps in the <laughs> yeah, tree. Right. Like it was really dangerous. Like it's amazing. None of us fell on like a bed of nails or something. I'm like, oh my God, you were? <laughs> like, <laughs> they, were they were outside playing. And I mean, I don't know what the hell I was doing, but that, you know, that's when kids were outside playing, yeah. doing this stuff. And it was just really interesting to hear them talking like this. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, it's a pretty amazing time. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and now it's our time to like enjoy watching them. Like my son hosted Thanksgiving. It's like, oh, watching them have to do all this. And I just get to bring like the vegetables. <laughs> One day. And so it's kind of like, you know, it switches. And, and so it's a beautiful thing, you know. Like, it is a good time because, yeah, life, we, did right? this, we did the switches before. And like I just... Um, our daughter just moved into a house that her, her boyfriend bought and I was over there and I'm like, Oh, okay. You know, what groceries do you want me to buy? And I, you know, I'm going to do the typical mom thing. I'm going to bring all the groceries. I'm going to cook. And she's like, Oh no, it's all taken care of. Just come on over. I'm like, yeah, this is weird. Right. <laughs> it is. But like the permission and the, and the love and to like give ourselves the appreciation that we actually, you know, we actually like, we did that, you know, and yeah. You know, and just that um, that loving like appreciation for where we are and where we're going and, mm -hmm. and, and where I know we it, were. It helps me to remember also if I if I think back, you know, it's like, you know, when at, at that age, I did feel pretty great when one of our parents would come over and I was able to cook for them. I wanted to do that. Mm. It made me feel good. So it's like, okay, you have to let her do that too. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's the thing too. Like the empty, like you, there's a whole new learning to how to have adult kids. It's just yeah. not like, it just is it like slow. Cause I was thinking the other day, like, wow, should I be like, I don't know. Do I talk to my kids enough? Should I talk to them more? Am I oh, bothering I them? Am I not? You know, it's like, like no one really tells you no. what to, how to do that. Right. No, it's a whole interesting thing. Yeah, we could definitely go on a whole nother podcast about that because yeah, the adult uh, adult parenting is hard. It's different. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then mine all have like people in their lives. Mm -hmm. They all have spouses and partners. So I'm like, hmm, Great. you know, like I remember the first time I, when my daughter was single, we'd hang out a lot, and then when you know when she got married, it's like, no, you know, mom, I'm you know 
Sarah and I are doing this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know right? I, I Try not to have it. your feelings all hurt. <laughs> right. But so it's a whole different. So I think if we just like say, wow, this is just a, like, it's an adventure, right? Life yeah. is just an adventure. And if we look at it that way, we could, we, you know, we could experience the things without all this judginess. Am I, you know, am I doing the right thing? Is this the right path? Or I don't know. I'm not sure. Or what if I fail at this? Or what if this isn't that? You know, we could just do it. And then whatever, however. Yeah, you know. yeah. And as soon as, you know, something changes, like, you know, you said, like, with your daughter doing other stuff, you know, I had the same yeah. thing. Then, then I was trying, I've also been trying to realize, okay, well, if that's not available like it used to be, then what is available that I'm not paying attention that. to. Mm, I love that. So I know yeah, in the last exactly. few years, cause I, I am, I am lucky that I have both my parents still alive in the last few years. Anytime that my daughter and I were having issues or it's just like, gosh, she never texts me. She only texts me when she wants to. And then I'm like all of a sudden looking on the other side, what kind of daughter am I being? <laughs> yeah. I, I better I, call my I mom. Have, yes. <laughs> I had the same, yes, and I, I think that is such a beautiful thing. I am, I have the exact same thing because I have a mother and a daughter, and at one point, I said to myself, I would love to do this mother-daughter thing with you. Yeah. I said to myself, I was like having this little angsty thing with my mom, and I'm like, because I was like, you know, I had a little attitude about something that she was mm -hmm. doing that I, I was judging, mm -hmm. and then I'm like, wow, you know what? If I don't, I need to clean that up because I can't expect to have a good relationship with my daughter if I'm not going to willing to clean up, be a good daughter. Yep. myself yeah so that was like exactly like you said I said look that's it I'm gonna I'm switching that attitude I'm gonna work on that and now it's a great it's great you know but it took that for me to see like oh here I am sandwiched in the middle and I'm expecting this but I'm not giving that right. no yeah you know so we yep. need to give what we want to receive oh and, yeah you know Oh yeah. I yeah. wrote this. I wrote this down. We are going to do a whole nother podcast on this topic back and forth. I, oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I know yeah. you and I could have a great conversation. About this. Yeah. <laughs> oh sure. yeah. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, yeah. I mean, I have a whole technique that I use for, for like really kind of, I'd say forgiving my mother really, uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. or forgiving myself for judging my mother, whatever. But there was a thing that I had to, that I really went into doing because you know, I had this whole thing. Well, if she was a different mother, then I would have this. And if she would be more, you know, this, and if she was that. And oh was, my gosh. Yes. Not. And I just really didn't like it. I said, this is not who I am. I don't want these feelings. I don't want to be having this kind of thoughts about her. And, you know, I just want to look at her and I want to love her for everything that she is. And, you know, mm -hmm. and so, yeah. So yeah, let's do it. Yeah, perfect. I, yeah, I'm going to make a note because yeah, <laughs> we could definitely do a whole podcast on that. But I mm -hmm. think that we should probably wrap this up because we will keep on talking okay. for sure. Yeah. I just want to tell you, thank you so much for coming on here. I knew this was going to be so much fun. Um, so fun. So Rosie had mentioned that she does the card deck classes and I am going to be making a card deck as well. Um, she knows her stuff, man. I knows her stuff. I'm, I'm registered in the class and it's next on my agenda. You can find it at rosiebatista.com and I will also put a link down below on the blog post that goes along with this and if you awesome. are in business, I do recommend jumping in on that and, and checking out her class. Um, otherwise, thank you so much for being here today, Rosie. Thank you. It was so much fun.
So everyone, Thanks, I just so. want you to continue to listen in the coming weeks as we jump into creating your bold life because you deserve to live life as your best self.